Before we get started, I want to share something very exciting that I have been working on and I would love to invite you to. Here at Mamas in Training, my goal is to create community. As a mama in training myself, I have learned that in order to get through this motherhood thing, community is key. So I have decided to create just that. Mamas in Training Premium will be launching at the end of the summer. This will be a monthly membership where you will get on-air shoutouts, ask me anything, special opportunities to meet future and former podcast guests, and most importantly, a monthly online Zoom support party with me and the rest of the members, all for the whopping price of $7 a month. Basically, a venti latte at Starbucks. But right now, I have already started our meetings with a small beta group of about 20 ladies, and there are a few slots left. So, if you would like instant community for $7, then what are you waiting for? Go ahead and click the link in the show notes that says premium membership, and I'll see you at the next meeting. Now, on to the show. That six-week postpartum appointment can be very surface level. It's not necessarily the full story. It's great if you are clear to exercise at that point and your doctor doesn't give you any limitations, but that doesn't mean that it's full clearance to do whatever you were doing before. Your body is just going to do what it needs to do to grow this human. And that's kind of another little tidbit in there is that scale at the doctor's office that you step on every single time is not the whole story of how healthy you are. No matter where you are in your motherhood journey, exercise, fitness, and wellness can be a huge hurdle, a challenge, or dare I even say a burden to overcome. Many of us find it difficult to implement fitness into our days and sometimes we don't even know where to begin. Well, this week's guest, Nicole Scheitlin, shares how women can implement physical activity into their pregnancy as well as postpartum life, understanding that it might just look a little different than it has in the past. She is a pre- and postnatal performing training specialist, an exercise physiologist, health coach, and the founder of Strong Mama Wellness. This conversation is not about losing weight or hitting the gym. It's about the small steps that you can take today to better prepare yourself for a healing postpartum and life. Here's Nicole. How did you feel in that body postpartum? Um, if I had to say it in one word, probably just unfamiliar. You know, it just felt mm-hmm. new. Is <laughs> the best way to say it, and not in a bad way, just in a way that was like, oh. I've, you know, been living in this body for 30 years. And then you go through this big nine month transition where your body is doing all these crazy things while you're pregnant. And then all of a sudden, you know, you kind of get used to that and all the change that's happening in a, in a sense. And then all of a sudden it's, it's like different in a day. There's a lot of adjustments to being in that new body per se, but I think there's a big mindset around it when women um, can tend to think like, oh, I, you know, I want to get my body back right away. And I think it's also really important to just kind of like sit with where you're at and just 
really like respect where they're at as well. So I think it's just acknowledging what your body just did. My body just did amazing things. And yeah, it's, it's, you're going to feel different. You're going to feel maybe a little uncomfortable at first, but there's absolutely no rush to, to get back into anything. You know, it's, it's a really good resting period. As the founder of Strong Mama Wellness, you mentioned um, online that your mission is really to help soon-to-be and current moms feel strong, confident, and capable in their bodies. And today, I really want to talk about the women who are aspiring moms or pregnant moms kind of having that mindset ahead of time and being able to prepare. You can never prepare, I'm assuming, right? <laughs> like right. fully. Yes, that's correct. But yeah, but being able to sort of at least prepare as much as possible so that when you feel that feeling of unfamiliar, it's not as much of a surprise and maybe you've done some things to set yourself up. So first, I'd love to just throw out a couple of ideas. What are some things that pregnant women should do right away? So if you're trying to get in a mindset of healthy pregnancy and coming from a really healthy mental state as well, throwing the scale out is a really great one. And that kind of goes hand in hand with your fitness trackers. So many people have Fitbits, Apple watches, Garmin watches, these trackers that they're using that to count steps, which is, is amazing. I think a lot of times though, we can get really hung up on calories burned during a workout and I don't want anybody to ever think that that's super important during this time because we can really get hung up on our weight as the weight goes up we can really get hung up on the calories burned during a workout if we're having an active pregnancy but those two kind of go hand in hand with like coming from a strong mental state of you know what are my reasons for exercising, being healthy, what's my goal here? And and typically for most aspiring and new moms, and I know for myself as well, I just wanted to have a healthy baby to create a healthier growth environment for the baby, which exercise can really be an amazing way to do that, to provide more oxygen, to help set them, them up for success as well. But I think first coming from like a healthy mental place is a really great place to start. Throwing the scale out, not focusing so much on calories burned, calories in, calories out, all that stuff is really just not something that we really need to be focusing on. And pregnancy, I think, is an awesome time to really start tuning into your body, how you're feeling, because it's going to change every day, every week, every month. <laughs> it's just an ever-changing journey, which is, it, it was the coolest thing for me because I don't think that I've ever felt as in tune with my body as I did when I was pregnant. So I read that after you had your baby, you felt exhaustion, you had a shift in motivation, you, weight gain was overwhelming a little for you, your hormones were crazy, you had new aches and pains everywhere. Take us through that for, for yourself. I mean, it seems as though you've always had sort of a fitness focused mindset, but what was that like for you and how did that lead you to create Strong Mama Wellness? Yeah, absolutely. So I have been in the fitness industry for a little over 10 years now, which is crazy to say. And I love it. I love everything about it. it. It fuels me. It's been a long journey to kind of creating a healthier mentality when it comes to exercise, to fitness, to health. 
And during pregnancy, I would say it was one of the biggest challenges at first to kind of adapt to all these new changes. Your body, you know, is experiencing so many hormone changes, so many, like I said, dips in in motivation. And that really just comes from, you know, your energy levels changing from day to day and your capabilities get different (laughs) throughout the pregnancy journey and into postpartum. So, you know, coming from somebody who was very active before pregnancy and even throughout most of my pregnancy, I was very happy to be able to do that. And then heading into postpartum, I was somebody who during my pregnancy had gained more than the recommended quote unquote weight. And to me, I, like I had said, I had established kind of that healthy mentality throughout my life. So it was helpful to have that that foundation of those recommendations are are there sure but your body is just going to do what it needs to do to grow this human and that's kind of another little tidbit in there is that scale at the doctor's office that you step on every single time is not the whole story of how healthy you are so mm-hmm. take that with a grain of salt <laughs> I love that. That might be your quote for this episode. Yes. The scale that you step on is not the whole story. Yes. Yes, absolutely. And a lot of women can really get hung up on those recommendations, especially for, I think it's 25 pounds or around that for one baby is your recommended weight gain. But for me, I was almost double that. And I had an active pregnancy. And I just want to say, yeah, your your body's going to really do what it needs to do. So just kind of let that be. It, of course, as long as your doctor says everything else is healthy, you are heading in the right direction. So moving into postpartum, I kind of haven't had an unexpected C-section. I <laughs> was not prepared for that at all. I think many women aren't prepared for that. Some are prepared, some are not. I was not. I had expected more of a vaginal delivery. And I had no idea how to recover after a C-section. And many women aren't taught those skills, those tools of how to recover their core after you have a major abdominal surgery. And I think that was a little bit of a mental setback at first and just like learning and growing through that and, and experiencing it firsthand as well as coming to terms with it mentally of, you know what, this is my birth story. It may not have happened how I had expected, but I think that Mm -hmm. was a great lesson for like the rest of motherhood is that like, you may expect (laughs) one thing, (laughs) but you know, your expectations are not always the reality and that is totally fine. Um, But it just kind of summarized this question of how like all of this led me to creating Strong Mama Wellness is I saw a need as far as when I was, when I first found out I was pregnant and I really wanted to like make sure I was doing the best for my body, doing the best for my baby during that time and throughout my pregnancy so that I could really feel, like I said, strong, confident, capable, and healthy throughout this. And and I say capable, I think is is probably the most important thing that I like to teach women because a lot of times we, we feel like the perception is that it has to be a miserable time. And for some, I want to acknowledge that some pregnancy journeys aren't as easy as others. 
But I certainly think that there's an empowerment in being able to still do things around the house during pregnancy and feel comfortable in their body as it grows and as you gain weight and to really just be equipped mentally and physically with heading into all the change that they're experiencing. I, when I first got pregnant, this led me to get my certification. I looked and looked and looked and there just really wasn't much out there in terms of exercise safety during pregnancy and how to best prepare your body for labor and delivery, how to avoid aches and pains like that develop as a result of the weight gain that comes. It really led me into really wanting to teach women more about how to use their experience and being able to feel good in their body. So now some people might listen and say, okay, well, yeah, you were previously in the fitness world for for, for nine years or 10 years. So it was easy for you. What would you say to them? Yeah, I would say that sure, it, it might seem like it was easy for me. And I would say in some ways it probably was because I had already built the habits over time. But that doesn't mean that somebody can't start from right where you're at. I would say to not compare also yourself Absolutely. to... <laughs> to me or anybody else that is looking like they're, you know, crushing their workouts during pregnancy. Because it's, I would have to say that even though I did have the exercise habits built up throughout my life, that training or working out during pregnancy was a whole different ballgame for me. It was like, oh, hey, you, there's a whole new set of rules here. There's a whole new set of yes. ways to take care of my body. And so it was really kind of almost a blank slate. Sure, the habit foundation was there, but I would say everybody is kind of starting a blank slate at this point. And when we're talking about physical activity, workout, exercise, training, all of these words, they mean so many different things when we're in different phases of our life, you know, like mm -hmm. what you're doing when you're 20, you're not necessarily going to be able to do when you're 70 or 60. The same goes for what you're doing when you're not pregnant is not necessarily what you're going to be able to do while you're pregnant, which is also not what you're going to be able to do postpartum. So with that in mind, what are some things that aspiring moms and pregnant women can do to start those habits? I love to prepare it or compare it to the analogy of training for a marathon, right? Yep. You wouldn't go into a marathon and show up on race day without doing some sort of preparation, <laughs> most likely, hopefully. Yeah, and hopefully that's not. the same for childbirth, right? You you want to have some sort of prep. And you know what? If you are in your third trimester and you haven't done anything, that does not mean you're not going to have a great birth. But there are things that you can do to, like we said, train for this physical event, the ultimate physical event of your lifetime. Because yeah. you're right, moms do not get enough credit for it. It is hard work no matter how your baby is delivered. Pregnancy is, is hard work on your body. Um, so there are things that we can do to make it better. And by building those habits ahead of time, like you said, water intake is a huge one. Building those habits, you want to start small. A lot of times, even if not during pregnancy, we tend to want to overdo it and do all the things at once in terms of, you know, I want to do this exercise routine and do this add in water intake and make sure I'm getting in all these solid, healthy meals each day. I would say to just pick one to start, pick one thing this week 
And if you need to download a habit tracking app, that's a great way to start just like checking in daily. If you like to check boxes like I do, it's a really yep, good way. I raise to, my hand to that one. <laughs> yes, <laughs> it's a really good way to just keep it top of mind. That's the first thing, and really get clear on kind of your intention for how you want to feel during your pregnancy, and that might help to steer your habits as well. So if it's something where physically, you know, you want to prepare your body to feel stronger. Maybe that's adding a couple more strength training moves into your workouts or into your day in small ways. You know, is it you want to have better endurance? All of these things are great for labor, delivery, recovery, by the way. Um, But you don't need them all at once. Sure, you can. But if you're somebody who uh, gets easily overwhelmed or you just want to take it slow, which I highly recommend, add one thing in. Get those daily walks in or daily steps in. Aim for those small things, and it really helps to build up over time. So right now, we are living in a time where everybody has so much going on. It's 2021. Half of the world is open. Half of the world is not. Some people are working from home. Some people are not. Some people might be pregnant and also have a toddler. Like There's so much going on. And I know prioritizing exercise or even just getting it in your day can seem so overwhelming to pregnant women and even aspiring moms who are like, I want to get myself there, but I can't find any time in my day. So what are some ways that we can use our surroundings to really encourage us and get that in? Yes, absolutely. My favorite way to do it is to, and I I do think that There's something to be said for getting in a workout alone and having that mental break, but that's not Mm. always the case. That's amazing (laughs) if you can. Definitely take advantage of those times and also know that it's okay if it doesn't happen like that, if it doesn't happen like it used to, because that's really the first mindset shift is that you will have interruptions, you Mm. will have unfinished workouts, (laughs) you might feel guilty for taking time away sometimes. All of these things are okay. These interruptions, these unfinished workouts, this this busy life that we live. And I think that sometimes we can really get into a mental state of like, we feel disappointed in ourselves or we feel like it's not worth it. And taking advantage of those little moments is great if we can find those alone time moments. But if we cannot, working out with your family or getting active with your family is a really fun way to do this. Ways that I've found for me, it kind of started when my baby was really young. I would put him in the stroller and we'd go for walks. Luckily, it was the summertime. So that was really great for us because he really didn't love to take long naps. So I would be constantly like interrupted or he would want to like nap on me, which I loved, absolutely loved. And, you know, I sometimes was like, you know, I had planned to do a workout during this nap time and feel sort of frustrated. But I was Mm -hmm. like, you know what, he's only going to be this small for so long. I'm just going to let him sleep here. You know, maybe we'll get the stroller out and go on a walk later. So being prepared to adjust, working out with the family, 
there are endless baby gear options these days that will allow you to like put your baby, like I said, in a stroller or in a hiking backpack and get outside if they're a little older, can hold their head up, go biking with them, put them in like a little bike trailer. If they're a little more stable, those are great options. As far as baby gear goes, we've loved Facebook Marketplace. I will just say that oh, that's a good idea. They have that's a pro tip right there. If you you know yeah. want a variety of things and you don't necessarily want to spend like all the money on these things that they're only going to be in for a short period of time, Facebook yeah. Marketplace people have great things to sell on there that are <laughs> basically smart. new. Yeah. Yeah, so that is one way to just really use your surroundings if it's warm outside or nice outside um, to, to get active with your family, with your baby. And then also during tummy time. I mean, if they're doing tummy time in the living room and you can get down on the floor and maybe just get a couple exercises in, don't discredit those small moments and you know, breaking it up throughout the day, you can absolutely do 10 minutes here, 10 minutes there. And, you know, before you know it, you've got 20 or 30 minutes of movement in. It doesn't have to look like it did before. And Mm -hmm. I think that's a lot of times is the expectation is that we need this uninterrupted 30 minutes, 60 minutes, whatever our expectation was before kids. And it certainly doesn't have to look that way for you to, to be healthy, to be active. So, yeah. Now, of course, we talk about, you know, getting it in whenever you can. It can all add up. You might not have a whole hour or whatever you used to have before to get to the gym. But is there an importance of some sort of plan or routine? Have you found in your experience that those who do that or even for yourself, when you either scheduled it in your day or tried to and then had to adjust it around, did you experience more success with that? I did. I am a planner type of person though, so Mm -hmm. that I think people that love, you know, checklists and calendars and structure might resonate with that a little bit more, Um, but I I do think that everybody can kind of benefit from waking up in the morning and if they want to get active that day, kind of thinking about where might that fit in. Will that fit in during your baby's nap time? Are you running errands later and maybe there's a nearby park? You can make sure you pack the stroller and take your child on a walk. You know, kind of thinking about your day at a glance and finding those Mm -hmm. gaps in there for when you might be able to get active. So, yes, personally, I... I would would do that on days that I wanted to get active, especially when I was clear to exercise, but still home on maternity leave, I would absolutely be like, okay, you know, the second nap of the day for him is usually the best, you know, usually mm-hmm. the longest, every baby's 100% different in how they nap. <laughs> but for yeah. him, that was the pattern. And I was like, you know what? you know, the first nap of the day, I'm going to get myself ready. I'm going to like brush my teeth, make sure I eat, take care of those basic needs. And then during that second nap, that's my go time. I'm going to make sure I'm in my workout clothes and, you know, make sure all my systems, you know, everything's set up and I'm ready to go. So yeah, having that plan or like kind of loose plan is, is really beneficial. I've even heard of some people that have done Things around like you mentioned going out for a walk with the stroller, especially if they don't necessarily want to nap so much and, you know, adding in different things like instead of just walking, maybe you do some walking lunges 
-hmm. Or if you're in an area that has a hill, maybe you do like a speed walk up the hill pushing the stroller. I mean, that's going to be yes. <laughs> pushing that stroller. That's going to be heavy. A lot of like what I've seen from what you've posted on Instagram and things like that, it's about mindset, but it's this mindset shift of it doesn't have to look the same. So we might not have two dumbbells and we're at the gym and we're doing squats, but you might have that precious <laughs> little baby either attached to you or you're safely holding that you can squat. And that's, mm -hmm. I mean, you're going to be holding that baby a lot closer and tighter than you would a dumbbell, you know, so mm -hmm. that almost might even up your, your exercise level. So I think from what I hear you saying, it's sort of just thinking outside the box a little bit more, right? Yes, absolutely. I, yes, I love all those ideas that you had presented and it's, yeah, it's so nice to just be able to like go to a park and like do, put your hands on a bench and be able to do some push-ups, you know, in between walking, you know, you get a good cardio and strength workout all at the same time. But yes, being able to think outside the box and let go of the expectations that you previously had for yourself, for your workouts or what it used to look like, because life is different now and workouts are different now and it's okay. I think a lot of times we're like, oh, I'll get back to normal eventually. These workouts won't be like this forever. And they may not be, but I think it's important to let go of that control or that former expectation. Like you said, it's a lot of mindset. This is the situation right now. And that will change throughout your baby's life, throughout every single month. And yeah. those expectations really just have to be adaptable with it. And that goes for exercise as well. It, it may look totally different, but that doesn't make, make it any less worth it, especially if it's a mental stress reliever for you. Not holding yourself to a certain weight on the scale or a certain weight on the dumbbells you're lifting or squatting. It, it doesn't have to be what it was before to still be beneficial and worth it. Absolutely. I think it's always important too, whenever I find I'm in a conversation with a guest and we're talking about exercise, that it's it's just what we mentioned before. It's this new normal and it's just getting back to a sense of you and healthy and it's just as much for your mind as, as it is your body. And so I want to put a little caveat out there to, to those listening that, you know, mama's in training here. We just present all the options and it all narrows down to the core of just what works best for you to get you physically and mentally feeling as strong as possible. And that's why I bring in wonderful people like yourselves that are just on this mission to really turn off the guilt and encourage women to try, even if, even in the smallest moments of time, even if it's in the shower, if you have like five minutes to shower and someone else is watching your baby and you're able to do some squats in the shower, like go ahead and do that if that's what makes you feel good. Mm -hmm. um, but if it also makes you feel good to take a nap when your baby's napping, like do that too, because that's just as much of a healing time for yourself. So the the last area I just wanted to touch on is, okay, so we've we've gotten our clearance that we can move into physical activity postpartum no matter what your birth journey looked like, and this will vary per person, what the heck do we do? I mean, I know that we don't just dive in 100%. Like, where do, where do we start and what do we do? 
This is so funny because I was actually just going to post an Instagram post on this exact thing today as we're recording. There you this. go. So you're we're reading my connected. mind. <laughs> but postpartum, right after you get that clearance, a lot of people, or if, if you were into fitness before exercise, you might be really excited to get back into things. Or maybe you're coming from the standpoint of, I just want to get moving again in a safe way. Safety is definitely the key here. That six-week postpartum appointment is can be very surface level. It's not necessarily the full story. It, it's great if you are clear to exercise at that point and your doctor doesn't give you any limitations, but that doesn't mean that it's full clearance to do whatever you were doing before. Now, you may be really excited to get back into certain types of workouts and quote-unquote, get your body back. I want to say that that is not a thing. Your body is your body and it never left. And I I would say that at first, we really want to acknowledge that we are still healing. We're still restrengthening and our body will be able and capable of doing all the things that it was before for the most part with a gentle rebuilding process. So it's just going to take time to get back to a place where it's it's safe and acceptable to do so. So some first things you can do are to start to recover your core. And that's actually something you can do before that six-week mark if it's really gentle. And I have some programs on that as well if, if anybody's interested in checking that out. But you can do a gentle core recovery um sort of framework in that first initial kind of healing period, if you're up for it, 10 minutes a day or so, to heal any abdominal separation that might be there, which is super important to making sure that you don't have any back pain later, which can really develop if our core is weak. So we want to start to heal that deep core, to heal the pelvic floor. So that pelvic floor episode would be perfect to tune into on more specific tips on that. But core and pelvic floor is certainly the first step to like making sure exercise is going to be safe for you. Because once you start adding in, you know, if it's running or HIIT workouts or any, you don't want to do any high impact at first. Your body is just certainly not ready for that. So just kind of have a patient mindset of I'm just going to approach this from a standpoint of re-strengthening my body from the ground up. It went through a lot core and pelvic floor first, and then I always say from there to start just adding in some strength exercises as well, because as your body is in new positions, as a new mom, you're picking your baby up off the ground, or you're bent over during bath time, or feeding, there's just a lot of positions that you're in that your body wasn't in before for these sustained amount of times, so adding in some strength training, some basic strength moves, um, nothing crazy, will really help to strengthen your body for mom life. I like to say, you know, mom life is a workout itself. So so that's amazing. Um, And then just some gentle cardio, walking, whatever makes you feel good in that area. So I would say those those few things and a little mindset piece of you know, just making sure you're taking it slow, listening to your body, keeping it super safe and just rebuilding and re-strengthening from, from a really simple place. I want to encourage everybody to check out two things that you have. 
One is a free pregnancy exercise guide that you have on your website. And I'll have the link there in the show notes. It talks about all the benefits of exercise for you and the baby, what type of exercise are best during pregnancy, which ones you should avoid, and in each trimester, which was so cool. I love that. I've never seen it broken down that way. Mm-hmm. And so, so important. And then just how to stick to this routine that we've been talking about and really encouraging and and just to sort of second what we were saying that it it's not a routine that's going to look the same and it's not a routine that has to be every time the same amount of time and look the same way and if we're ready and we're thinking about that ahead of time then we can adjust and adapt in a better way. The other thing that I wanna link people to is your Pinterest page because it is chock full of info. I was on it and I was like, oh my gosh. So like I mentioned, and I asked Nicole earlier, you're cleared or even you got pregnant, now what do I do? Go check her Pinterest page out because not only does it talk about fitness and exercises, but it talks about, I'm sorry, I clicked on the food recipes and (laughs) you have pinned some delicious looking food recipes. I have to go check some of those out. So yeah, she includes that. It's a really great place that if you just feel lost or you feel like, where do I start? How do I sort of set myself up for a whole mindset of wellness? Just like you say, Strong Mama Wellness is your company. That's what it is. It's it's all encompassing. So mm-hmm. please go check that link out because I thought it was so dang cool. I just loved it. So yes. awesome. I'm so glad you brought those things up. Thank you for sharing. Of course. My final question is, if you could go back in time and tell your pregnant self something, what would it be? That's a really funny question. I would tell myself so much probably, but I don't think that I would have listened to any of it. (laughs) So mama's listening. Listen to what you would say. I, I really think that motherhood is a learning experience that you really learn firsthand as you go through it. I, you know, I think that's probably a cliche answer. Um, I personally didn't have any experience with children before I had my son. I'd never changed a diaper. I was so new. And so I think that I may have had some altered expectations heading into it. I maybe didn't have solid expectations. Maybe of just like what my mom told me, she was like, you are such an easy baby and your child's going to sleep all the time. That certainly wasn't the story for me, at least from, (laughs) not from what I love. I love my son. He was not easy. He's still not easy. I don't think any babies are easy, by the way. I don't know what my mom was telling me there. But anyways, I would say. It's been a while. She forgot. This is what happens, I think. Us women, we just, we like block out the things we don't want to (laughs) remember. Yes, yes. I would say buckle up and be adaptable, be flexible, and just like we have said so many times throughout this episode, be prepared to adjust your expectations at any given time. You know, your baby's going to change their mood or temperament from day to day, week to week, month to month, but you will get in a flow. Just be prepared to let those expectations sometimes just go out the window. Let your control go out the window and just do what you think is best. That's, that's what I would say. I love that. That's perfect. Nicole, how can people find you? other than going to the show notes and clicking on the links there, but if they're listening. <laughs> yes, absolutely. So I'm on Instagram a lot at Strong Mama Wellness. You can find me there. 
I'd love to chat with you about any any questions that might have come up from the show. And then um, my website, there, like Jess had said, there's a couple freebies up there for prenatal and postnatal as well, but that's strongmamawellnessco.com. And those are probably the best two ways to find me. Awesome. That's perfect. I'm so happy that you were able to deliver this message of how it can just look a little bit different and how we can adapt in this in this new unfamiliar body that you experienced yourself. So thanks so much for your time, Nicole. And I know that it served a lot of women listening today. Thanks so much for having me, Jess. It was amazing. You're welcome. If you enjoyed the show today, be sure to subscribe so you don't miss an episode and leave a review on Apple Podcasts so I know how to better serve you. I'd also love for you to join our community of Mamas in Training on Facebook. You can find me at Mamas in Training on Instagram and at mamasintraining.com. For Mamas in Training, I'm Jessica Lorian. We're in this together.